The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, the promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox President Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, top researcher Dr. Fei-Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com slash TechSF. Let's get now to Vlad Savov, Bloomberg tech editor, joining us from Tokyo. With Apple cutting its outlook for iPhone shipments after China lockdowns affected operations at a supplier's factory. So the disruption coming at a bit of a crucial time for Apple, Vlad. But is it really that we are not seeing demand or is it just the fact that uh, these lockdowns are really going to affect operations and, and production and rollout of the new iPhones? It is indeed a crucial time. This is the peak season for iPhone production. Um, the company, Foxconn, its main supplier, they're both building up for the holiday shopping season. Uh, there are holiday festivals such as uh, November 11th in China. Now, the mix of supply and demand, that is really the tricky question here. Um, if you look at analysts uh, addressing specifically the China market as the biggest smartphone market in the world, uh, they are seeing Apple's iPhone sales uh, dropping at an accelerating rate, uh, much more so than in previous years. And there is strong indication that the regular, non-pro models um, are seeing a lot lower demand this year, and it has to do a lot with China's own economy and the global economy slowing down. Uh, what Apple said in its statement uh, with, with this production disruption is that it's still seeing strong demand for the iPhone 14 Pro and iPhone 14 Pro Max. Uh, these are the models that are manufactured at that uh, Zhengzhou facility, which is currently under lockdown. Um, but um, the company and Foxconn itself uh, are saying that the... the, the Ringing an optimistic note, so to say, the, that uh, the current lockdown is scheduled to end on November 9th. Um, and after it, they should be able to get back on track. Um, they speak more about uh, delays to people's orders rather than so much uh, mm. uh, losing shipments over the qu- first quarter. So is this a story then that is just going to be of, of the fourth quarter and potentially the first quarter if we do start to see a relaxation of COVID zero rules? What is Honhai telling us about their outlook for the quarter? It's uncertain. Um, as, as you say, nobody really has a great idea because, I mean, this lockdown came, came out of nowhere. Uh, it wasn't mm. flagged in advance. It was an action that, that actually followed some disruption at the facility itself because uh, Honhai wasn't able to manage it uh, in, in an ideal fashion. Uh, so these disruptions, uh, the really tricky thing with them is that uncertainty. Uh, in terms of when we start to see, I guess, a, a little bit more of a pickup, we know that Apple has has paused hiring for many jobs outside research and development. We're talking about these Wall Street Journal reports of Meta, you know, pausing hiring too and other job cuts coming through in the tech space. How much of a slowdown are you hearing is happening in the tech sector regardless of the lockdowns in China? Um, well, it's exactly as you say. It, 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 is, it does seem to be uh, reaching all over the industry. Um, I suppose if there is going to be any sort of tonic, it's going to be all the Twitter engineers that are now currently available and probably 
<laughs> um, really easy to hire for other companies. But aside from them, um, there is that um, much stronger focus on uh, efficiency of spending, uh, where there is, uh, as you say, Apple, Meta, etc. Um, for Apple and Foxconn specifically, they will be hoping for this um, issue, at least on the supply side, to be resolved much uh, sooner than the first quarter. Uh, but then the demand side is really going to be tied into the global economy and consumer sentiment. Um, tech and consumer electronics are very much tied to that. Uh, the iPhone is uh, kind of a bellwether for that. If things are going great, you, you'll see more iPhone sales. If they're not, it will suffer as well. Yeah. In terms of also the, the impact of China's lockdowns and the impact that it's having on its own economy and companies' desire to actually manufacture there, we saw Apple adding that new iPhone 14 maker in India. How much of a, a shift do you think that we are going to see Apple uh, gradually diversify the geography here of its supply chain? That's right. That's right. Apple began um, iPhone 14 production with Pegatron, another one of his Taiwanese partners in India. And it's worth saying this wasn't triggered uh, just by the current issues. It's, these, these are things that are planned months and months, maybe years in advance. Um, it has accelerated this year specifically. Uh, India production of the iPhone came only weeks, um, a few weeks after the launch and uh, very close to the, chi- the start of China production, uh, which is much, much improved uh, on previous uh, years. We can probably anticipate that growing. India is uh, really pushing to bring in smartphone manufacturing, electronics manufacturing within its borders, and the iPhone is the thing that uh, everyone wants to have. And and it is putting forward financial incentives for the likes of Pegatron and Foxconn uh, to put more production there. And let's be fair, um, the current lockdowns and situations in China, they probably nudge Apple in that direction too. And just a very quick final word. I mean, you mentioned it's a bit of an indicator because if people are buying a new iPhone, then they're doing okay. If they're not, then they are worried about the future. What's the kind of, I guess, earnings outlook that you're seeing or hearing from analysts? Uh, You put it really nicely there, by the way, Uh, better than I did. Um, (laughs) Earnings outlook for for Apple uh, and elsewhere, I mean, at the moment... uh, just because of the redundancy and the strength of Apple's supply chain systems, um, I wouldn't expect um, like a huge drop-off just because of these current lockdowns. Uh, there is redundancy, especially for the regular iPhones rather than the Pro models. Um, so we, we can... Again, I, I would actually lean back to uncertainty. There is a lot yeah. of uncertainty going forward. All right, Vlad, always a pleasure. Vlad Savov, Bloomberg Tech Editor with us from Tokyo. From Silicon Valley to Wall Street, The promise and perils of artificial intelligence are playing out on the world stage. But what will the next phase of AI adoption look like? Which companies from big tech to startups will dominate? And where do the risks and unintended consequences lie? I'm Emily Chang. Join me at Bloomberg Tech in San Francisco, May 9th, to answer many of the industry's burning questions. Alongside SNAP's Evan Spiegel, Xbox president Sarah Bond, OpenAI's Brad Lightcap, Top researcher Dr. Fei Fei Li of Stanford, and many more. More details and just a few tickets left at Bloomberg.com/slash TechSF.